0: Scripture quotations taken from the NASB, New American Standard Bible, copyright 1971-1995, by the Lachman Foundation, used by permission, all rights reserved. All right, good evening. It is still January 5th, 2022, just finished recording the Third Letter of John episode for Absorbed, a Bible book study podcast, that's what you're listening to right now. My name is Brother Pete, and so if you haven't listened to third, the third letter of John, um, feel free to do that, and we are going to do right now, I'm going to record the questions and reading of the second letter of John. Again, it's a very short one, 13 verses, and so I'm going to start by reading, then we'll go to the questions. I ask each question twice. I don't tell the answer because that drives me to make the question as particular as possible so that you can be confident that you know the answer um, without somebody telling you. I think that is the overall uh, skill that we can all use in comprehension, reading comprehension. So with that said, I am going to remind you also of what an antecedent is because there's a couple questions that I ask what is the antecedent. So the antecedent in the following two sentences would be like this. Tom kicked the ball. He kicked the ball far. The antecedent to he in the second sentence is Tom. So many times in the Bible, if you just were to read it and keep asking yourself who the antecedent is to all the pronouns, the we's, he's, I's, you's, they's, us, you would, in that one event, you would enhance your, your reading of scripture uh, probably immeasurably is not too strong of a word. There are very, very many pronouns and to just get them straight, uh, especially in the Old Testament, but even in the New Testament um, really increases your understanding of what the authors said. With all that said, I'm using the second or the, I'm about to read the second letter of John in the NASB 95. Again, I've got Um, high hopes that I'll be able to use the new Legacy Standard Bible as soon as um, it arrives and I get uh, the permission request returned and we'll switch over to that one but for now NASB 95 the expectation is of course that you're following along Um, it would be a little bit difficult to use these episodes without following along but your choice the second letter of John the elder to the chosen lady and her children whom I love in truth And not only I, but also all who know the truth, for the sake of the truth, which abides in us and will be with us forever. Grace, mercy, and peace will be with us, from God the Father and from Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in truth and love. I was very glad to find some of your children walking in truth, just as we have received commandment to do from the Father. Now I ask you, lady, not as though I were writing to you a new commandment, but the one which we have had from the beginning, that we love one another. And this is love, that we walk according to his commandments. This is the commandment, just as you have heard from the beginning, that you should walk in it. For many deceivers have gone out into the world, those who do not acknowledge Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh, This is the deceiver and the antichrist. Watch yourselves, that you do not lose what we have accomplished, but that you may receive a full reward. Anyone who goes too far and does not abide in the teaching of Christ does not have God. The one who abides in the teaching, he has both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching Do not receive him into your house, and do not give him a greeting. For the one who gives him a greeting participates in his evil deeds. Though I have many things to write to you, I do not want to do so with paper and ink, but I hope to come to you and speak face to face, so that your joy may be made full. The children of your chosen sister greet you. All right, again, 13 verses. Pretty short compared to many of the other so-called books of the Bible. Now we're going to go into the questions. I don't believe I mentioned that this one... Actually, I'm going to double-check here before I say anything. I have one question that is marked a trick question. A trick question, um, in most cases, is where there's a play on... I'm just aiming at um, building your, again, your confidence in yourself to to read and comprehend what you're reading. So there's times where it says something like, all sins are forgiven. And the trick question that I'll ask, and I'll preface it with trick question is, which sins are not forgiven? And of course, you're not going to find that answer except for by understanding if all sins are forgiven, therefore, none are not forgiven. And so um, it might be an antecedent trick question if I say, who is the antecedent to, um, some other group and it doesn't explain, well, then you might just say there is no, you know, it does not say who the antecedent is that that's what you're, that's the type of answer you'll be giving when it's a trick question. And that's why I'm emphasizing it's trick is because you won't find the answer. You've got to think it through. Here are the questions. I'll repeat each of them twice or repeat each of them once. And then, uh, I'm going to read the letter one more time just because after we go through the questions, it's helpful to hear it one more time, especially when it's short. And lastly, I'll give a tip on how, or my tip, what I'm going to use to remember and help distinguish what makes the letter unique or just what is in the letter. So here are the questions. First question. Who is the antecedent to I in Whom I love in truth. Who is the antecedent to I in whom I love in truth? Next question. Who is the elder in the elder to the chosen lady and her children? Who is the elder in the elder to the chosen lady and her children? Next question. For what sake or purpose does John say, quote, all who know the truth, quote, know it? In meaning, why know the truth? To what end? For what sake or purpose does John say, all who know the truth, know it? In other words, why know the truth? To what end? Next question, according to John, how long will the truth be with them? According to John, how long will the truth be with them? Next question, who does John say is grace, mercy, and peace from? Who does John say grace, mercy, and peace is from? Next question. Who does John say Jesus Christ is? Who does John say Jesus Christ is? Next question. In what is the grace, mercy, and peace sent in? I see two words. In what is the grace, mercy, and peace sent? I see two words next question who gave the commandment to walk in truth according to john who gave the commandment to walk in truth according to john next question according to john is the commandment to love one another a new commandment from john or one which john thinks has been around from the beginning According to John, is the commandment to love one another a new commandment from John, or is it one which John thinks has been around from the beginning? Next question. What is John's definition of love? What is John's definition of love? Next question. What is the antecedent to it in? that you should walk in it. What is the antecedent to it, in, that you should walk in it? Next question. How does John define or explain deceiver? How does John define or explain deceiver? Next question. Besides deceiver, what else does John call those who do not acknowledge Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh? Besides deceiver, what else does John call those who do not acknowledge Jesus Christ as coming, as coming in the flesh? Next question. John indicates that there are two ends to his audience's choices. What are they? John indicates that there are two ends to his audience's choices. What are they? Next question. John writes that we can have both the Father and the Son if we abide in something. What do we need to abide in? John writes that we can have both the Father and the Son if we abide in something. What do we need to abide in? Next question. Who is the antecedent to you in if anyone comes to you? Who is the antecedent to you in if anyone comes to you? Next question. Who is the antecedent to his in his evil deeds? Who is the antecedent to his in his evil deeds? Next question, who participates in his evil deeds? Who participates in his evil deeds? Next question, who is the antecedent to your in your joy may be made full? Who is the antecedent to your in your joy may be made full? Next question, What event will make their joy full? What event will make their joy full? Final question, trick question. Who does John say is the chosen sister? Who does John say is the chosen sister? All right. Those are all the questions um if you've somehow made it this far without answering them all because you weren't thinking about the fact that you've got the pause button i could have said that in the beginning too that you've got a pause button so um i I plan to use it when i review these myself as i'm studying scripture so um that's the intention there is that since it's a podcast you can listen to it in any way that you want i'm going to read again just because it's so short the second letter of john And then I'll give you the memory aid that I'm going to use myself, and hopefully you'll find value in as well. The second letter of John. The elder to the chosen lady and her children, whom I love in truth, and not only I, but also all who know the truth, for the sake of the truth, which abides in us and will be with us forever. Grace, mercy, and peace will be with us, from God the Father and from Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father in truth and love. I was very glad to find some of your children walking in truth, just as we have received commandment to do from the Father. Now I ask you, lady, not as though I were writing to you a new commandment, but the one which we have had from the beginning, that we love one another. And this is love, that we walk according to his commandments. This is the commandment, just as you have heard from the beginning, that you should walk in it. For many deceivers have gone out into the world, those who do not acknowledge Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh. This is the deceiver and the antichrist. Watch yourselves, that you do not lose what we have accomplished, but that you may receive a full reward. Anyone who goes too far and does not abide in the teaching of Christ does not have God. The one who abides in the teaching He has both the father and the son. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, do not receive him into your house and do not give him a greeting. For the one who gives him a greeting participates in his evil deeds. Though I have many things to write to you, I do not want to do so with paper and ink. But I hope to come to you and speak face to face, so that your joy may be made full. The children of your chosen sister greet you. Okay, so how do we distinguish so that almost instantly we know uh, what the contents of the second letter of John are from the contents of the first letter of John from the contents of the third letter of John? If you already listened to the third letter of John episode, the memory aid for that one is the third letter of John is the only letter of John to Gaius. The memory aid for this episode is the second letter of John is to two people or two groups. So it's John 2, the chosen lady, and her children. So there's two recipients. The second letter of John has two recipients or two sets of recipients. The chosen lady and her... And remember, this isn't an inspired truth. This is a way to remember what's in Second John from 3rd John. They're almost equivalent in length, and I could imagine that they get confusing. The third letter is the only letter to Gaius that we have in Scripture. The second letter is the only letter of John to two recipients, being the chosen lady and her children. And that makes a difference because the warnings and the way that he speaks is more to a group of people than to just one so in this letter he's warning about deceivers and the antichrist and that you can lose what we have accomplished and if people come to you not bringing this teaching this is now you know come to you is to the church or at least to the chosen lady's house but it's got that group feel too the warning um, there's too many other verses in the Bible where you're yes you are allowed to talk to a non-believer a non-believer can eat with you it doesn't you're you're not getting that literal on this thing so um that's the type of thing that is in this one. this second letter of John, which is the only letter to the chosen lady and her children. okay. These are, it's not simple to come up with a, an easy way to remember, but they're so short that again, if we, uh, if we put our heads into the game, I think that we could memorize these two letters themselves, and if you just remember who they're to, that's how I plan on memorizing uh, what goes on in the second letter, and what goes on in the third letter, the content of each letter. With that said, remember um, when you're studying, you want to be praying before the study, and after the study that the Holy Spirit's involved in opening Scripture to you. And again, this is also just reading comprehension. I think that we can use the Bible to increase our reading comprehension skills of all writing and doing these type of tough uh, meat and potatoes questions where it just forces you to answer and to pay attention as you read to, in fact, as it were, be absorbed in the material that you're reading is a good thing that won't won't just stop with helping you with scripture. I'm Brother Pete. This has been an episode of the Absorbed a Bible Book Study Podcast Podcast. Thank you for listening. Be sure to rate, rank, and comment on the episodes. You can send me an email at absorbed Bible Book Study Podcast at gmail.com. Have a great night.